One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at moonpig.com. moonpig.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Attention. Attention to all the those in the Federation. The Federation has gathered to give you a gift. Well, the Federation is on hiatus. The Federation of past will continue in the present. <laughs> the Federation will remain strong even when you can't see it. It is there. And while Laura enjoys the sun and skies over Mykonos and the Greek Isles, we will take you back to another Greek Isle, Mykonos. <laughs> That's appropriate. I truly, that voice. It's hard. It takes a certain level. Ashtray voice. Of vocal strength to do Lindsay Lohan's. Siggy. Cigarette ridden Euro. Which is gone. Accent, which is gone. And. I think she quit smoking. I would hope so. <laughs> she's pregnant. But. Prior to Lynn's being pregnant, prior to her being married, prior to her making her comeback via Hallmark movies, she did a show called Lindsay Lohan's Beach House. Which was arguably, like, maybe the darkest period of her life. A true descent, heart of darkness descent, and capturing the most chaotic business model I've ever seen on television. Lindsay Lohan's beach club that she opened in Mykonos, her short-lived beach club, it follows, it's sort of the VPR of the Aegean. I think she was trying to do a Vanderpump rules of her own and kind of be the Lisa character, but it failed miserably on so many levels and it's a confusing descent into madness that's hard to watch but also necessary to watch and it really becomes a a, port- a character study of Lindsay and her sort of hermit like reclusive trying to control the narrative but not being able to control anything 
and it the result is just like pure chaos and it really is the uh origins of so much of the lore and the sup pod annals yeah so it's an essential viewing for sup listeners if you haven't already gotten into it so we're posting this is the first episode of that recap series and then all links to the other episodes of lohan island will be available in the podcast description on spotify etc and the show aired on mtv so maybe it's on their app or something or you can buy it in the apple store i don't know but you don't really need to you also don't need to watch it you can just listen to this podcast and understand what it's about we do a really good job of explaining it all i can say is may god have mercy on your soul and can't wait to see you on the other side yeah so enjoy hi there i'm lara marie shane halls welcome to lohan island a sexy unique spin-off Guess who's back? Guess who's back in action? Bitch. Bitch. It's Lara and Carrie. Carrie and Lara. O'Donnell and <laughs> Shane Halls. Welcome back. I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy to have you back. It's been a while. It's been a long time. We went on a journey together. We went on a mystical, beautiful, psychic, transdimensional yeah, journey that honestly, we proved not only that we're geniuses... But there, we're connected to realms beyond our wildest dreams. Yeah, and I think we needed time to recuperate after yeah. such a. You know, when you come back from a trip and you just need like to mellow and not see anyone that you went on the trip with. Totally. We just needed to like do that. Yeah, and just now, like go inward. Go inward and not, and not see anyone. You know what is wild is that. I now have been doing just like the regular episodes of Sexy Unique Pod recapping Vanderpump Rules and multiple guests who haven't heard the Road to Sir episodes have accurately described they've like my guest on yesterday's episode Allie was like um they, she was like Kristen I feel like is like ageless like she was born in another time like she's actually 90 years old and she's an orphan and I was like I'm telling you like we're we on a wavelength a universal truth about the Vanderpump Rules cast. One side snippet about Vanderpump Rules, the episode last night, mm-hmm. when or Monday night, when Kristen overhears them talking about James, and then she swoops in. Do you remember that? <laughs> At the party? And she yeah. goes, wow, I haven't drank for a week and a half. Crazy. Incredible. <laughs> but you see, her in the back, you see her in the background go... <laughs> gotta go over here for a minute yeah just it, waiting it's like that steve harvey meme where his face like travels away from his body that's like how Kristen travels she's the cheshire cat <laughs> she's the cheshire cat but she is just proving herself to just be the greatest character yeah she needs her own star on the hollywood walk of fame maybe palm springs could yeah be her best bet she should have it just like on the corner of Robertson. You know, they should just actually do, do a, yeah. a Sir Walk of Fame on the corner of Melrose and Robertson. Between Robert between Melrose and Santa Monica, just the whole The whole thing yeah. is just the cast of Vanderpump Rules' stars. God. 
I'm like, should I make it a mission to just like... We can do our own unveiling. Yeah. Like our, they don't even have to show up. I could just graffiti, like yeah. go and graffiti one star every night until it's like complete. I'll do it with you. Okay. And then we can we can get like... We can have like an unveiling ceremony. That's street art. Street art. Yeah. Keith Haring style. Guess what? Banksy did it. Banksy does it. Why not me? Why not us about the Vanderpump Rules cast? Can we talk one really quick thing that I haven't gotten to cover and you and I were really like texting about a lot, which is Kendall's most raw story. Kendall Jenner, the other day on Golden Globe Sunday... Chris Jenner posted a video of Kendall. She's like wearing like a white tee and jeans and she's like sitting on the ground and she's like, yeah, you know, when I was 14, I didn't have the audience that I have today and I, and I didn't have anyone to talk to about it. But now I do. I have this platform and I have people that I can reach and to tell them that it's okay that it happened and that it happened to me and I'm normal. Mm-hmm. And so like, we and were now texting, that it's behind me, I can like share my story. Share my story. And so like, of course, a thousand th- implications come into head. And we were texting with our friends about it. And we were like all trying to get to the bottom. Theorize of what? Because it sounded Kendall's, like it sounded like a me too moment. It like, sounded, yeah, like something happened when she was younger, which is like, whoa, like that's crazy. Or yeah, like, which is common and like not out of the realm of possibility. Or like a coming out thing, mm-hmm. which a lot of people on Twitter were speculating on. Yeah. Like all the, and it just sounded so dire and like. Or like anxiety, which would be annoying, but yeah, like whatever, okay, like, like same. Maybe she's talking about going on meds, which yeah. is like cool that people are getting the stigma out let's of the way. Let's normalize mental yeah, health let's issues. Normalize mental health, you know, and yeah. So we were like, whoa. Golden Globes happened. I kind of forgot about it for a second. And then... I was checking, like, because I didn't re- understand, like, where this unveiling was going to happen, really. Yeah. Like, so I kept checking Kendall's Instagram story. She didn't post anything story, about it. And then she wasn't... She was, like, cooking something. And then I was like, okay, well, I guess, like, I don't... Like, what is happening? Then I finally see that her big reveal for her most raw and honest truth... Is that she's a proactive ambassador. That she's literally one on proactive. Yeah. Or is just shilling for proactive. I doubt she's ever used it. She's never used it. I have used proactive. (laughs) As I told you this, it, the astringent burned my flesh (laughs) to a kind of orange that almost looked radioactive. Did you look like Samantha after she got her chemical peel? I literally, no, it just, it looked like it wasn't even orange. It was like a, it was almost like a metallic bronze. Like, you know when you when water gets on like bronze or something, it kind of oh, yeah. has like a green, like a rust. Yeah, yeah, I looked like rust. It rusted your skin, and I looked like I had been sleeping in tanning beds for like months. And people, and it was during freshman year of college, and people, it was in the dead of winter, and I was in Pennsylvania at my school, mm-hmm. and people were like, "Are you tanning?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> Some I... people were like, "Are you well?" Are you okay? Are things okay? And I was like, no, I'm not okay because proactive. You're unwell. I'm unwell and proactive did it. Seared a layer of my flesh <laughs> so, off of my face. So call me slanderous, but I will go on a limb and say proactive is fucking full of shit. I would venture to say that proactive has probably traumatized more people and given them raw truths to share than it's helped. It I- is. Yeah, it is. I think, and I think it's like kind of a well-known thing that it's like a, that it's Damn, shitty. Right? I don't know. Because I've only... All right, I won't say anything. I've only gotten Allegedly proactive like, for free in like a gift bag once. And then I was like, 
I didn't use it because I was just like, I don't like this. But I don't understand how they have so much money. I mean, I guess that a lot of Americans probably buy it because it's like Christian money or something. Yeah, you think <laughs> that like you they spend a lot of money like getting Justin Bieber to say he loves it, and then like all his followers buy it. So I get like the business model, but I'm also like, damn, Kendall. Like I thought that you, if you're gonna use this moment to sell a product at least like make it your own skincare brand yeah or be like be like i'm coming out with a line of like essences serums and scrubs she if she was gonna be real about it she'd be like hey i have millions and millions like it's more money than i can even imagine because of my privilege i've teamed up with like a specialist facialist who is like a facialist to the stars mm-hmm. and we've worked together and we're coming out with a new line and like that That's could be affordable like, for the community that could be like her kylie lip kit yeah she could have had an opportunity to have like like a real kylie moment kendall like she's a mess no one kendall just like doesn't get it like no one can do it right with kendall no one can do right kylie is doing something right kylie's killing it okay so here's what my theory is Mm -hmm. this this is like i spend way too much time thinking about the Kardashians, (laughs) but kendall and kylie always were famous yeah always like ken kim and the sisters they grew up with like some privilege but they weren't famous really yeah their parents were well known but, like, they didn't grow up like Kendall and Kylie did. So when they became famous, they were, like, kind of already fully formed adults. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe Chloe not. But, like, they <laughs> Chloe's are... still TBD. They went into this, like, unprecedented strata of fame that they now have with, like, some tools. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, mm-hmm. Chris... Chris... It was normal for them in some way. Yeah. Kendall and Kylie never had the tools. No. Kylie has some... I think the difference with Kendall and Kylie is Kylie knows that she has this privilege. Yeah. She seems like she's she gets it and she's aware of it and she's not going to pretend otherwise. Yeah. Kendall thinks that she deserves her career. Yeah. Which I'm not trying to like take away a woman's like I'm not saying that like she's worked hard but like she got where she is because of her name. Yeah. Her she would not have ever been a model ever ever maybe like catalogs and stuff but it's literally like your fame and money got and your connections got you to where you are and then plastic surgery has made you really good at it <laughs> yeah and she, it's like a bella hadid thing too yeah, she looks incredible she's but like she's the highest paid model in the world because mm-hmm. she already it wasn't even a foot in the door it was like you're just in the door a bulldozer through the door yeah it was like a car it was a car crashing through the door. And also, I feel like Kendall has not ever known true suffering. No. I like, mean, who knows? Like, we we can't, can't say that. We like, can't say that. But she I'm going some, to just... She's been through some stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm sure, like, every other human. But, like, I just feel like every time she hits one of, like, the Pepsi thing mm-hmm. and, like, other... Sh- like, the... She was on... Wearing, like, you know, she had her hair kind of... Remember the... Dreadlocks. The, yeah. She's just she does these things and she doesn't get yeah. why it's wrong and mm-hmm. she's like I have earned this yeah why are you taking this away and it so it's almost like if she had more if she was more open about her privilege and more like this is this is like crazy that this happened to me but I'm gonna use it the way that Kylie's doing it I yeah. feel like I don't know am I making sense No I get what you're saying I think that it's like she's also- like kind of hot, she's like full of hot air. But I feel like that is comes with like 
being so heavily involved in like the fashion industry like yeah. that's not the place that's gonna like ground you no you know like that's true that's I mean, just gonna blow more hot air into you because all you hear all the time yes. is like you're so hot you're, you're so sexy amazing. you're like fucking it like oh my god you're like, the hottest model that ever exists yeah and, and they're just like you're fucking fierce and that's what people are telling you 24 7 it's i i actually fault more with her team and chris mm-hmm. in, in terms of handling her kendall is like she's a she's just doing she's an what, avatar she's yeah she's doing what these brands are telling her to do but like someone has to step in and they need like i'm sure that i would i got i thought that after the pepsi thing they would have someone like this but like they need to hire someone for kendall specifically to handle situations and be like like a person with a with common sense that will be like no this is gonna get our age yeah because like if she had just said like hadn't hyped it that much and just been like hey i'm the new face of proactive it would have just been like okay cool wow like another thing that you're getting great interesting interesting but (laughs) she made it she but chris framed it as though kendall was going to tell you some sort of like crazy trauma trauma that like would have been like wow like that's really brave and like yeah and like i get it like it's self like my skin gets fucked up sometimes like i get i know what it's like to feel but like yeah but like everyone goes through it everyone goes through that most people (laughs) alive have experienced some form of like anxiety in their lives like she she, kendall's biggest most raw story was that she (laughs) attended the golden globes last year and had a few zits on her face and even why she was there yeah and like people commented on like her skin and it like made shook her, sad. her yeah made her sad and then people were like no it's actually amazing yeah and she was like oh cool and proactive was like here's like 40 mil <laughs> she cool. must be getting like 50 million she dollars. has to be making like true bank it was just wild to me and but that's the thing too is like if you walk away from these situations, like, I feel like she learned nothing from the Pepsi thing. Nothing. Because it's like... Have you, you heard her still... interviews about it? Yeah, she's, she's like, like, I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I thought it was cool. And you still get paid at the end... When you still get the paycheck at the end of it, you're kind of like, okay, whatever. Like, haters are going to hate. But, like, I know that my heart's in the right place. And so then that just teaches you that, like, you can continue to do that with, like, any sort of project. Like, buffoonery. Yeah. She's a buffoon. Yeah. She also just like, she says these things like I have anxiety as if she is the first person. She's, she, she's like, wow, guys, have you heard about this thing called anxiety? Because yeah. I have it. It's like, really? <laughs> you said on the text chain, you go, welcome to being alive, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but like true. Welcome to being alive. You're going to have anxiety, self-doubt. And acne. And acne. Your skin's going to break out. You're going to have a zit on your face and feel weird about it. And you're going to try to pop it and it's not going to be ready to pop. And then it's going to become infected and like inflamed. And then you're going to walk around with like, you know, a scar on your face. And then you're going to have to get Mederma from Rite Aid and put it on your your skin. And then walk around with like a weird glossy white sheen on your face. And know that people are like, what's on his face? Is it like a white? Is it like people are going to know? They're going to know that you're wearing scar medication and you're just going to have to live with it. And that's my truth. Guess what? That's my fucking truth. That's I a use raw Mederma truth. Because I go after my pimples too hard sometimes and it causes scarring on my face. And it's <sighs> it's part and it's you know what else is it's You're tied brave. to? It's tied to anxiety. Yeah. And O C D that I have. Yeah. So I pick at things. And that's and I use Mederma. <sighs> that to was heal a my raw, scars. Truth. So that's my fucking truth, Kendall. You know what? I go to Rite Aid to get it fixed. <laughs> 
You're Moderma. That I feel like that's more helpful than proactive. Go to Moderma at Rite Aid and don't get proactive. Go go to fucking Rite Aid and get any of the like, goddamn the shit, shit out of your face. No, get like salicylic acne pads and just like rub them on your jawline or wherever it is you're breaking out. Or baking soda. Yeah. My boyfriend has got me turned on to using baking soda. I use COSRX pimple patches. <laughs> And I like them. That's our truth. That's my truth. But I was Guess so <laughs> I was so mad when I saw that. Once in a while, I can like maybe afford like a seventy dollar facial. Yeah. at Face House. Mm-hmm. Plugging Face House. When I was in fourth grade, I got three huge zits like on my face in like different areas that were truly so big it was like shocking. It even shocked me. Mars. And then I went to school. And it shocked me. <laughs> I was shocked by my own body producing zits this big. And I went to school and I had a teacher intervene with me midway through the day who was like, are you okay? Do you have like an illness? Do you have oh, chicken pox? No. Like a couple students got involved and I had to be like, no, like these are pimples. And guess what? I recovered from it and I didn't have to like pretend that that's my most raw story of I'm all sorry, time. sorry, but you're – you – that's brave to even admit that. It's that's my raw. truth. Yeah. That's like when I went to the bagel store after first day of sixth grade with a bunch of kids and I organized it and I was really excited, and really <laughs> happy. And I, and I had a nice short sleeve button down shirt on. Oh my God. And it was like, you know, it was like a navy with white polka dots. And I was feeling myself because I organized the bagel trip after the first half day of school. And I went and this girl, Anne, pointed out that I had... Uh, sweat stains, pit stains in my shirt and everyone laughed at me because I was just going through puberty. Oh my god. I was beginning to go through hormones. That's a raw truth. That's my raw truth and I went in the bathroom and blotted my pits <sighs> and was so ashamed and my Bruger, my bagels moment was ruined because of... <laughs> That's fucking terrifyingly That's sad. raw. The bagel store after school is such a <laughs> sacred place that you that organized, organized and got shit on. I got shit on from and everyone laughed at me because of my pits. God. So fuck you, Kendall. We're like, this is brought to you by secret deodorant. This is like, brought to you by dry deodorant. Raw truths. Raw truths. That's what our new podcast is going to be called. Raw truths. Raw, most raw story. What if she was like, here's my raw truth. I went through puberty. Yeah. And it was hard. It basically is that. She's like, my raw truth is that I experience like regular life moments <laughs> that shake me to my core. Meanwhile, Kylie's like, I'm not going to pretend that I'm not a billionaire. Yeah, she's like, look, I got pregnant at a really young age unexpectedly after like three weeks of knowing this guy. I had a baby. Like I got lip injections now by my lip kit, which I have Kylie lip. People are like, sure. People are like, hell yeah, sister. (laughs) Maybe that's why Kylie's so much cooler because she's like just been through some like real actual shit. Yeah, Kylie's like she is really like learning how to navigate the public eye in a very different way than Kendall. Speaking of the public eye. Speaking of the public eye. We need, we need to talk about someone who's been through the public eye. Yeah. So we're going to talk about... Lindsay Lohan. I can't do a good Lindsay, like, voice. It's like... No, I don't even... No, I can't even... It's like... It's hard. I mean, we're going to have to practice. Lohan Beach Club on MTV is the new reality show. Yeah. It's actually called Lindsay Lohan's Beach House. <laughs> I've called it five different names. Yeah, you... I think my, I called you Lohan Beach Club. My, my Google alert for recording today was Lohan Island, <laughs> which I loved. So yeah, was so I don't far know off, the name. It. Yeah, and then um, I was rewatching today to take notes because obviously I watched last night, and then I was like, "Oh, this is the name of this yeah. show." 
But you, uh, could, you could really call it anything. Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. And it's just like shots of Lindsay. Slow-mo. Telling her story as if we don't know. Yeah. She's like, I've been through ups and downs. I've been through the ups and downs of public eye. Because she, she has this bizarre like cornucopia accent now where it's like every... It's very short. Like it's kind of like short. Yeah, part part Long Island. Part she smoked literally a million cigarettes. (laughs) Part yeah, Parliament lights. Mm -hmm. Part Russian. Part Turkish. Part Coke drip. Part French. Yeah, (laughs) and she's and she's like, I know what it's like to be in the public eye. That's that's a good Lindsay. That's getting there. Yeah. She's like it's so the episode starts with her like of course like a montage of like my name's Lindsay Lohan. You might know me from some things and I've lived my life in the public eye. She's and been in have, the industry for 20 years. You know, and years. you have like the 2007 to 2009 Lindsay like just fanatic like paparazzi spree just flashing lights her being like guys <laughs> guys can, I'm getting really scared. Can you move away please? Guys, can you? Get, I'm getting scared. <laughs> I love when those paparazzi where Lindsay's like coming out. We're like scared. Yeah, I love her paparazzi like fear as yeah. if she didn't call them I every know. single day to tell them where she was going and what she was doing. Yeah. So it starts off with like her kind of going through like her turbulent past mm-hmm. and like you know she. <laughs> it's amazing that she's still standing. I know she has the genetic composition of a barnacle. Yeah, like. She comes from like a long line of people that refuse to die. Yeah. Nana Lohan, Dina is still like fucking high kicking. <laughs> the rockhead herself. Yeah. Nana Lindsay, Lohan is like 150. Yeah. And Lindsay, I feel like, is going to be around for a long time. She's not going anywhere. No. And so I actually watched the after show. Oh, I didn't. Which is, I think, a must watch. It's like. A really good compliment to like the viewing experience of Lohan Beach Clubs Club, and it's hosted by Jonathan Bennett, who's just I happy the, to have a job. I know I saw him do the before thing, and he just like it was so sad because he was he was like really trying to get Lindsay to like be have a sense of humor about herself. She kind of gets there over the course of this thirty minute mm. long thing, but like he meanwhile is. Oh, like, no, I saw the after show. That's okay. what it was. Yeah. yeah. He's, like, so... Ex- like, he is overly Extra. compensating, trying to just, like, hold on to the one opportunity he's had in the past, like, 20 years. And, like, he's scream. He ho- hosts a show at a level where he's just shouting! It's, yeah. like, the whole show is a shout. He's, like, in Times Square on New Year's Eve in yeah. the crowd. Yeah. That's how, like, loud he's... He's, like, shouting over a crowd that we can't see. Screaming. And then she revealed that she first moved to London, then to Dubai, then she lived in Monaco. For, or, no, London, then Monaco for a while to work for a yacht company. Then she moved to Dubai, which I didn't know about a Monaco What? Stint. Was she, like, a, a stew? I have no idea. Was she like a, a Chiefs, like a Kate Chastain below deck? It's a real, like, it's a real mystery, but I was glad to know that that, like, a, get from her the trajectory of her, like, she international a, sojourn. She worked on a, was she like a, a yacht hostess? Remember when she was, like, drunk, like, rolling around on a yacht and, like, doing the splits? I feel like that was when she was living in Monaco. Which I used, which up until 2014, I called Monaco. Monaco. <laughs> I love that. I called it Monaco in front of a bunch of like posh gays in oh, New York. No. And, they, and my one friend, Ryan, was like, did you just say Monaco? And I was like, yes. You were taken right back to the bagel. 
I was back to the pits. <laughs> back to the bagels. Um, so yeah, so that's like that is so dark that she worked for a yacht company. Her backstory, and then now she did speed the plow. She did. Oh fuck! <laughs> In London, fuck me. I forgot about that. Iconic. Iconic. Speed the plow. Um, she has said she's been in the business for 28 years which is she was because she was a she was a baby model okay yeah she's been she truly has been like dina has had her working since she could like open her eyes lift her neck yeah you know okay so she i guess yeah has been in the business on and off for 28 years and now she's she started a nightclub in athens which was like random but cool and then now for the summer since athens is like shut down over the summers she's starting lohan beach house which as you see in the show an aerial shot is like off a highway yeah it looks like a fema like like makeshift like it's like fire festival it's like fire festival with thatch yeah it's like (laughs) dried out dead succulents on the wall like a a parking lot of cars and a bunch of like beach chair beach like loungers just like thrown around haphazardly like sometimes it looks like it holds like a hundred people and sometimes it looks like it could hold like fifty thousand. yeah and you just never really know you don't know where they're filming this but the cabanas are like thatched huts like they don't look comfortable it looks like hurricane harbor six flags the water park and it does like a wave pool yeah and you can smell and like sense that it's not like a relaxing vibe. No. And she says she opened it because it, Mykonos makes her feel like extra centered, centered which, spiritual, which and I, safe. Which cool. Yeah, like she needs amazing. anything to get her feeling centered. And she's hired like a gaggle of vip ambassadors from america to like come over and work but the great news is that she hasn't like vetted any of them so she's like hiring first asking questions later but before we talk about them we need to talk about panos panos is Lindsay's business partner who's like this greek ghoul Mm -hmm. who wears like steampunk style like glasses and caps he wears he's a real hat gay he's a hat gay and he's from he's like straight up from athens i think yeah he's just from athens tbd on his background i did like an insta stock of him and you can't glean a lot of info from that and which is perfect for Lindsay because that's the people she surrounds. He is like he says Lindsay was diva ish when they first met and they didn't get along but now they're Connected. Uh, yeah, they're connected and he's here for her most of the time and they put their differences aside. He's very wishy-washy on their relationship like throughout this. He's like, I'll always have your back sometimes. And yeah. like, he's all about those types of statements. I have a theory. Okay. That, cause you know, I love conspiracies yeah. and I think that this whole Lohan like franchise operation is like a tax. It's like some sort of tax evasion. That was good. Like it's either a money laundering or tax evasion. I, when you said that to me, I I felt shaken because it was like, I wouldn't put it past her. Yeah. Like Panos just on a side, like as someone who's in recovery myself, like Mm -hmm. Panos is like, they talk about like lower companions sometimes, like people that you meet at the end of your, (laughs) your like using who are just people that you like, 
Like, he's someone that I used to meet, like, where I was, like, at an after party, and it was, like, 10 a.m., and, like, I was doing coke all night, and all of a sudden, I'm doing, like, nitrous balloons in a backyard at 10 a.m., and I'm talking, like, fervently to, like, with passion to some rando. Yeah. This is my best friend now. Yeah. That's And then I never see him again. And I'm like, wait, I'm... It's daylight, and it's Saturday morning, and I'm doing nitrous balloons. Yeah. In Brooklyn. With... And you turn... And there's like a gay, a hat gay that's like rail thin Mm -hmm. with reflective glasses. So all you can see is your own like fisheye reflection and your like pallid features. That's Panos. That's Panos. So that's just my one observation. Yeah. (laughs) And so Panos loves to go on like long drives in Lindsay's Mini Cooper. Lindsay drives. Lindsay drives. Which to me is a shocker. Which is a shocker. But the second she be driving? is that it's a Mini Cooper. I know. Convertible. I mean, it's in Greece, so it's like... Yeah. <laughs> but, like, she drives, like, on the cliff's edge with Panos. And they, like, court death on a daily basis. <laughs> but, like, Lindsay driving was probably the biggest shock of the night to me. There were... Because as few, we know... Yeah, she's had, like, a love-hate relationship with, with the road. The <laughs> she's had a, let's say she's had a lead foot. <laughs> Speaking of Leadfoot, there's one scene where it's like 11:30 p.m. and she's like talking to Panos, and, and she and black, is in her, all in her all black outfit with like a Chanel espadrille on one foot and like a full blown ankle brace you see the, on the other. And you see like the city in the background. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> I will not let anyone get in my way. And, like, yeah, and, and he comes like, out. And he goes, he goes, Lindsay, and he looks out, <laughs> and she's sitting on like the ledge, and she's. She has her head down and her hands in her face. It looks like she's at, like, the Lee Strasberg, like, acting school, like, doing, like, a one-woman act. Yeah. I just want them to take it seriously. And she and you're like, what? What are you talking Wait, about? Wait, she has an ankle bracelet? She has an ankle, a full-blown, like a, one of those foot, like, casts. Oh, like a I walking like cast. A, like a monitor. No. Because she did have that for a while. She did have that. <laughs> this is not that. It's a full-blown walking cast, like... The Velcro with the big plastic thing around her foot. And I thought I saw that the first time. And I was like, what's going on? And then I was like, maybe, maybe she... my eyes are playing tricks on me. Then in the after shows, she, she said she broke her ankle kite surfing or like windsurfing right before the show started filming. So there's some scenes where she just like has this like full on like ankle thing that's never addressed. And I just love it whenever like there's a broken bone that shows up in some scenes. It's just like never like spoken about and just exists wouldn't it be amazing if the entire season showed a neck brace on yeah <laughs> i'm sure like a neck brace will come in somewhere along like, the just, line just like a, an arm sling panos is her yes man who just like takes oh selfies with her and like is running her clubs you sense some jealousy like he resents her for her fame and like he hates her he like there's a scene where all the the ambassadors like Lindsay left at some point and it's just panos in charge and it's like rolling into the evening and they're all just like goofing off having fun and like because like what else are you gonna fu- like what, what the club is empty to- no one is there so they're just like having like some shenanigans and buffoonery and, yeah and panos like is glaring at them and he's like i know if Lindsay was here they wouldn't be doing this it's because they think it's me and they're not and it's like oh wow you hate her yeah because you're so jealous of her for like because she is, will he, always be famous. Yeah, she'll always be famous, and Panos will just always be Panos. Panos. Yeah. So you can cl- write that, and I was like, wow, that's the relationship. Yeah. He's like her Iago. Good call. She's she's like 
She's Jafar. He's whispering. She is Jafar. No, like Iago from... The Merchant. Is that the Merchant of Venice? Othello. Othello. Yeah, I guess Iago and Jafar too. But just like poisoning your ear. Mm -hmm. You know, that like King Leary kind of like... Totally. the The daughter is like... So he's like... Yeah. Also, do we think that Panos... Okay, because I also have another theory that everyone on this show, that's the American ambassadors that have been flown out, are actually being groomed for high-level sex work. Okay. They are being groomed to be international escorts. So Brent, one of the guys who is the worst person to ever live, I think. Who Lindsay on the after show said is her favorite one. Of course he is. Yeah, he's like the Jax of this show. But he is worse than Jax. Yeah. Because he... Which is like a lot, but Jax is like he. This guy is so angry. He hates women so much. He if because we were talking about the cat. They have like a cast special, like mm-hmm. a preview, like an hour. We just meet everyone, and he literally he said that they call me the waitress slayer because he's a he's a bouncer at a Las Vegas nightclub. So he's like a VIP like host there. Yeah. And he said I'm a waitress slayer because I've slept with I've been fired before because I've slept with all the waitresses and. They don't realize that I did it to prove that women are not loyal to each other and that women are are worse than men. So he's a psycho. So he's a fucking psycho. Yeah. And he and he talks about how he was bullied in high school, probably was called gay. Mm-hmm. So now he's like completely compensating by just being the worst a man. A nightmare person. And he has really manicured eyebrows. Yeah. And he's like I'm afraid of him. He has a rage simmering underneath that's like a lot of therapy will be needed in order to like snuff that candle out. But I, like, I think he's, he's foregone. Yeah. I don't think he, but Lindsay can help loves him. him. She just like, can't get enough of him. She's just like that ego. I yeah. love it. Like, it's like <laughs> yeah, you know, I just, it's like a real, you know, he just rolls his shirts up and I can just relate to him. Yeah. Just, like, like I, I feel like she's it. probably fucked him. Maybe, maybe Panos arranges for him to like, so they're basically the first day is like a trial like they want to see them so it's like full chaos in that club yeah they show up like they immediately like they don't mince any time like getting right down to business so like they introduce all these cast members one of my favorites is mike the bisexual from jersey and yeah and he's kind of a cutie yeah i like him i like him he's he's like like, in jersey i sleep with women yeah in la i sleep with men and it's like i'm like yes love it i love the model i don't know her name but like the blonde woman from denver who's like oh amber she goes i do model marketing which is where like models are hired to like market is that her name amber i don't know She's kind of like neither here nor there. She's like literally six foot. She lives in Denver, which is like, I didn't know it had like a big night nightlife scene there. When they introduce Brent, like Lindsay's looking through everyone's like headshots and she looks at him and she goes, he looks like a demon. <laughs> <laughs> He's a demon. Yeah. Uh, wait, no, her name is Jill. Jill. Oh. So she. Yeah. That's so really she unexpected. Did not really far off. If you'd asked me any name. I said Amber. Yeah, I would never have guessed her name is Jill. She always says that she's six feet tall. Pano says she's six feet tall, blonde, kind of spacey, but she's really committed to her job. So Jill, at one point, when Lindsay comes in, they're all swimming. They, so they set them up in this like sweet pad. Yeah. And. They put all this booze out for them to have. And the first night they're having dinner. So, of course, they're all going to get drunk. And then Lindsay comes in like a true Lindsay moment comes in, uses the booze that she put out for them against them. Mm -hmm. And is like, why are you all drinking when 
you know, I could have surprised you at any moment. Because she says, too, she's like, that alcohol was supposed to be if you bring guests back, then there's stuff to serve them. And then Gabby's like, well, we drank all of it. But also, it's like, why would you be bringing guests of your nightclub back to your house? Because you're you're fucking them. But so she tells... So Panos has Brent... So like, uh, his first job is to take care of like a huge client. Yeah. Whose name is Natasa and she's from Dubai. So I looked at like I looked at her Instagram like I found her because I was like this woman is an escort. Like there's no doubt about it in my mind and so I found her on Instagram. She has 156,000 followers. All her Instagram is just pictures of her traveling and st- her st- saved stories are all like just taking place in different cities and it literally is like her out to eat at restaurants her traveling her shopping her like um with like little dogs and stuff is she alone she's alone and there's the madrid one was when i was like okay this is like escort because like she's out to dinner like dinners for two but the dinner partners never featured and she's like buying stuff and like unveiling like gifts that she's receiving and she's like in hotel rooms and there's like a hotel bed behind her in one picture that's been like two people have definitely like slept and fucked (laughs) in but like just her in the photos and i was like okay like live like get your life yeah get it and but i was like so i think that panos is probably hired and put in place by someone to be like monitoring Lindsay and like helping to run whatever sort of like grooming sex trafficking business is going on like behind the scenes yeah there's like shadow investors i think yeah because he brings natasha in and tells brent that it's like your job to do whatever she says that eventually morphs into like you have to like make out with her, go swimming, like Maybe get naked more. in front of her, give her massages. I love at the end when she's saying goodbye and she goes, I wouldn't have stayed here if it wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. Like she was like, I wasn't going to stay in this shit. This like fucking off the highway, like motel bar. And then when Panos greets her, like the, they follow him to the entrance where she comes out of her car and he's like, hello. And they like kiss each other and say hi. And her first thing is she goes, are you okay? <laughs> She's like, you good? The answer is no. And you, you, you could tell it was like it was like a real friend moment, but like you, I don't know if the cameras are supposed to find it. And she's literally like, you okay? Yeah. Like, we need to talk. Yeah. And like <laughs> on her Instagram, also, which made which led me to believe like there's an escort thing going on. Is that like her contact? She just puts her email. It's like her Gmail address. So I think it's like. Instagram's the first place where she like shows off that she's hot. Then if you're interested, you can like take things offline and start like a correspondence via email with her. It's very interesting. And now my big passion is like looking into like her friends and like follower. Like I'm going to go on full blown like Insta detective mode because I'm like, I'm just convinced that this is what's happening. You should encourage all your listeners to go. Please find... Yeah, I'll post screenshots on like the Patreon post or something yeah. so that you can like start looking into these people's like Instagram habits because I feel like we could uncover a lot of gold there. Yeah, but Brent was like basically just her boyfriend for the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, and, and Janita, who's from LA, who's like so gorgeous, literally and so the cool. most stunning person in the house and like has integrity. Yeah. She, I think she is the one who is like, 
wait, I didn't sign up for this. Like, she is already, like, suspect and side-eyeing everyone, and Panos hates her immediately. Yeah, he's, like, identified her as, like, being heavily problematic because in she's his doubtful. mission to, like... She's, like, fully, like, look, I know a scam when I... Like, this is a scam. Yeah. Like, she's, like, I, I am not here for this. And, like, she's, like, Brent is literally, like making out with a client and mm-hmm. panos is like condoning it but if i was gonna do it with a man i would be like probably a problem no, but the the key is you wouldn't like yeah that would be fine yeah but she's that's what you're like expected to do i wonder okay i'm getting a package is that how you say her name janita janita yeah i think yeah. so um um <laughs> no so janita is like there's a moment where like the day the the day after the first night they're all like having like a post game and panos is just reading everyone yeah he's like you all sucked and he's like brent's the only one that did well last night he, mm-hmm. did, he made like tons of money and, and like, he sold i mean to his credit the job is that like if a vip client comes in and you're assigned to that client it's your job to make sure they spend a lot of money and are really really happy yeah so brent did the job that was he expected did. of him he got the client to buy four bottles of whatever expensive booze he racked up the most sales and like he did the job sold a cabana but the whole the job description itself like the first day that they arrive they fly like they all this cast goes directly from the airport to this like nightclub which i imagine to be like the most jarring experience ever to not even be able to go home and unpack you just go like directly to like lohan beach house which smells like old nachos and like (laughs) (laughs) sticky like it smells like a water park yeah and like you're there you're so jet lagged and then you have this like ghoul telling you like what your job expectations are and there's moments where they're like what are we going to be judged on and he's like don't worry you'll be judged on everything yeah <laughs> and like you're like okay great and they're all like now i'm nervous so my favorite my who's my hottest guy i think is aristotle he is so fucking sexy he is so fucking hot he's lives in west hollywood i think he works at he's straight but he's like one of the, the he hot works at like a gay bar yeah, he works at like revolver so they just have like shirtless like meat columns like but serving drinks. I have to say, I didn't watch like the casting special. I watched only parts of it. When they go to Aristotle's apartment, no. it is actually like beyond. It's gone above and beyond Vanderpump oh. apartment. There's like dirt on the walls. It is the darkest bachelor pad. It's like there's he, like a bike on the wall. It's like he opens his fridge at one point and there's just like brown like stains in the fridge. Yeah, and he and he's a, he films himself doing skits. Which like his his aspiration is to be a skit maker. Yeah. Like you know how like the YouTubers like Lily Pone and like mm-hmm. Logan Paul like do like they do like silly Billy skits. He wants he's aspiring he wants, to do that. He's like trying to be a viner. Yeah. But no one he's like <laughs> but vine is over. hasn't picked up two the years, vine is over. Two years too late. Yeah. Like he in the cast special he you see him filming one of his skits and he's on the toilet and outside you hear like hey, a voice solo. going let me in and he goes i'm <laughs> in the bathroom and then he opens the door and there's a christmas miniature christmas elf it's one of those like elf, elf on, on the, the shelf. shelf elves and he's like and he kicks it and he's like oh and, and like, that's you just skit. see there's like dirt everywhere and like posters it's really sad, but it's I'm really also sad. like, this could be a really good person to just like have sex with a few times. Oh, yeah. No, he is. He, he is has to so come over handsome. to your place. Yeah. Yeah. You never, ever set foot. I never, like, I need to be men in black to like 
forget the apartment that I saw. He is so straight. He's so straight and so hot. And so hot and like seems nice. I think I'm going to try and find him at a gay bar. Yeah. We should go to Revolver together and like look for Aristotle. Yeah, because he's hot. I feel like I've seen him. Insane. Just like on Santa Monica. And I love Greek guys. Like yeah. I think that they're the ultimate hottest guys they ever. They are. Except for Panos. Panos. Who literally shows he is the monster in Bird Box. <laughs> when you open when you open your eyes in Bird Box, you see Panos. You see Panos, and he's wearing that like steampunk Moroccan captain hat. And then he looks at you, your eyes fill with blood, and you run screaming into traffic. <laughs> you run into traffic or into the sea. Yeah. He literally is like Hades. Yeah. He's like God of the Underworld. He is. He's, he's like the River Styx like, emissary that takes you totally. on the boat. That's him. His bony hand mm-hmm. grabs yours and then leads you down to doom. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos 
and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who with siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life, an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking, ew, digital frames are bleak. But I'm telling you, this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an Aura frame, and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology like barely even understands how to facetime and i said just let me just let me and i set it all up for her i plugged it in i fired up the app i preloaded pictures on it and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps she thinks everyone's spying on her stealing her data and the fact that i was able to break through and she literally loves this frame like loaded it up with pictures of her cat i was like we did it joe Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Carrie, have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Every other week. Well unfiltered mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? So sick, but all is not lost because that's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy Filtered Showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any other on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchased today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use the code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off their Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Um, no, Aristotle is probably the most... the sweetest he seems like a sweetie pie billy's pretty hot but he doesn't i haven't seen him speak yeah he doesn't speak once i forgot he existed I forgot and then too. it and then showed, the him. showed him and i was like I, I, that? yeah i was like who the fuck is that yeah gabby gabby so gabby is not meant gabby. okay like gabby's from dc she's like in college she's studying biology they cut to like the nightclub she works at which is like a sports bar a sports bar she's 22 She's just like not cut out for this life. And I feel like they just blew producers were like, we need to cast like kind of a trashy girl that we can like shit on. An emotionally like wrought 
Yeah, she's just like too young for this, like too emotionally immature. And like, you can tell that she's going to be like the sad person. She has like teal hair. Mm -hmm. And the the first night when they're all like caught with their literal pants down, when Lindsay and Panos crash their little like pool party Mm -hmm. and Lindsay's like, wow, I didn't expect this. I didn't expect you all to be in the pool. Some of you still have your clothes on. And they're all, are you in your clothes? Are you, <laughs> are you wearing your clothes? <laughs> and then she makes them all circle up and they're doing a powwow. And she's like, what are all your intentions for being here? <laughs> she's like, I want to know what your all like intentions are. Because yeah. she like literally picked them like the day before. She's like, you're hired and we'll fly you out here. But I don't know anything about no you. No pre-interviews. So she, no, but... So she goes, she has them all circle up. She's going around the circle. Gabby, unfortunately, is the first person. She's like, who are you? Gabby's just, and she, and then Lindsay. Gabby's drunk. Midway through goes, you talk a lot. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you like attention on you. I can see that. And Gabby's like, strike one. Yeah. And then. Gabby just continues to speak though. She's wearing leggings and a bra, which like really upsets Lindsay for whatever reason. Lindsay just hates her from the get-go. Yeah, Lindsay is, like, identify... Lindsay is, like, getting triggered from someone that, like, fucked her over in the past, but, like, she was probably blackout, so she can't remember, but her unconscious has now identified Gabby as, like, unsafe. Yeah. So she's, like, like, coming for her. She sized her up, and it says, like, unsafe. Yeah. She immediately is, like, you like to have... She literally says, like, you like all the attention on you. Shut Mm -hmm. up. And then Gabby's like, okay. And you can see like the tears welling up her eyes. And then she cuts to uh, Brent, I think. And he's like, I study political science. And then Gabby cuts in and says, I study biology again. She says it again. Yeah. And Lindsay goes, don't speak over me. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, you seem like you're here for all the wrong reasons. (laughs) She's like, tell me. Tell me, what are your intentions for being here? Because I already have a guest, but I want to hear it come from your mouth. Yeah. And then Gabby's like, I want to, like, I am, I have self, like, fucking idiot. She's What's like, anyone's re- intentions for being on a reality show? Yeah, but also, she, Gabby is just honest. Yeah. She's like, I'm here to, like, build my personal brand, which mm-hmm. is, like, a, that's what they're all fucking here for, but you don't be an idiot and say it, because Lindsay is, like... Yeah, but again, Gabby's out of her element. So Lindsay's like, oh, so you're here for yourself. You're not you here your to- own show. You're here for you. She goes, you're here for your own show. You should focus on that. You should. And then gets up and r- walks away. But they don't. <laughs> there are people in the background, like unclear what they're doing. And there are people that like kind of duck out of the camera because Lindsay is just done with this meeting. But then she comes back. <laughs> she she goes, goes into a room. But you, no, you see her. They cut away to a commercial. You just see her get off and go away. But then she walks away again. Mm-hmm. And, then, and I think they use the same cutaway of just her walking off because that's what she, that's her go to. She loves to walk away. She just like gets in her Mini Cooper with Panos <laughs> and a random blonde and then like drives off down the cliff. Then she goes. They Thelma and Louise off the cliff. They ju- Thelma and Louise. She and Panos grab hands. They drive off the cliff. There's an explosion. They die, go to heaven, then are reborn. Then it's 1130 and Lindsay's in a whole new outfit. She also changes outfits 40 times a day. She always has been like this, but I love seeing it IRL. No, but she, but so she walks off and then like the cut back and then suddenly she's just back in the powwow. So like at some we we were to guess at some point she they got her to come back. But yeah, she says to Gabby, I'm not gonna be able to get through this podcast. She says to Gabby, Oh, it sounds like you want your own show. So you should, you should focus on that. 
She's like Yoda. You should focus on that. <laughs> Why are you talking like this? Gabby starts crying. And then at another point, and then, so they're going around and they're all talking about their, like, at one point she says to Jill, like, Jill's like, so why are you here? And she's like, oh, I want to explore and open and spread my wings. And Lindsay, or whatever. And Lindsay, in complete earnest, and it's like, so it just shows how, like, just not there she is anymore. She goes, oh, are you Buddhist? She goes, are you Buddhist? Are you, like, Buddhist a little bit? And Jill goes, no. <laughs> no. And she goes, she goes, oh, I can see that. I feel there's a Buddhist energy coming from you. And she goes, I'm, I am into it a little. And I, I, I meditate. Three times a day. Three times a day. That's and then, my personal religion. And Jill goes, oh, well, my family. <laughs> Jill says, well, my, I grew up religious. My family's very religious. And then Lindsay goes, oh, I see how the conversation's going now. Yeah. And then what is she, like, Lindsay she, gives her this crazy smile. That's goes, like, oh, a, I see how it is. She does a smile where she doesn't show her teeth. <laughs> and she looks at Jill. And she goes, I wish. <laughs> Laura's making right now. <laughs> I'm going to keep my eye on you. I'm she going goes, to keep- I'm going to watch you very closely. I'm going to watch you because you're so religious. And it's like, what are you actually talking about <laughs> anymore? But she says, she goes, my family's was Lindsay goes, oh, I see where the conversation's going now. <laughs> and, and Jill's like okay she has no idea what she's fucking talking about no one does it's so this whole fucking thing is so awkward and, and like chaotic. it's insane there's no rhyme or reason and then she says Lindsay then, also looks like she has bruises on her arm like if you look closely her arm is bruised as though someone grabbed her and like threw her to the ground well because which we get <laughs> into later yeah, yeah. but so after she goes around, she and then she's like, I loved reading some of your stories and knowing that some of you have come through dark things. And then dark, you know, and you've, you've pulled yourself up from very, you know, tough circumstances. And then she points to Janita and she's like, you especially. And she starts like <laughs> crying. And she's like, you have been through such hardship. And, and Janita's like, yeah, you know, I was adopted. Like it was, you know, I, I had a big family. Like it was, it wasn't, my mom had to like work a lot of jobs. And like yeah. it, was, it, it wasn't easy, but you know, she's like made a life for herself. And then, but Lindsay's like pointing at her going, she has come through so many things. And everyone's like looking and, and Janita's just like clearly uncomfortable. Yeah. She's being like, she's like, okay. Okay. I, yeah. I, but like, you know, I'm here now. So let's, let's not. <laughs> then Gabby interrupts and she goes, goes I I'm... know I look white, but I'm not. She and... goes, I'm black too. And then Lindsay goes, you don't look that white. And then everyone laughs because I mean, to be fair, like she doesn't look that white. But, but she like energy. She was trying so. She's like she's okay. Trying really hard. She was like, I need to find some like sympathy with. So she like as if that's something to like. Why is that being yeah. used as like a ploy for sympathy? And, and then, then once Lindsay's left, Gabby's like, I'm the only black woman that has to be here. And then Janita's like, Uh, Janita's like, no, like I- I'm literally right sitting I'm next sitting here to right here and then and then and then it's like this weird thing where gabby's explaining to Lindsay why her, her hair is blonde on her arm it's like this she's like it, i'm like a white person but i'm actually black but all in all just strike three yeah so gabby's, Gabby gabby's like, gone yeah gabby's like, like on the verge of getting like fired yeah. right then and there she's just dug herself and then everyone gets up and leaves because they're just so gabby just and, and then brett's like fucking 
Gabby just fucking ruined it all. Like, this was supposed to be a special moment between us and Lindsay, and Gabby made it all about ourselves. You know, if I came into my home and I saw people, you know, like we were just doing with Gabby with her shirt off, I'd be pissed too. Mm-hmm. Fucking Gabby. And they're all, like, mad. There, a and lot Mike of them is, are like, mad. Consoling Gabby because Mike's a sweetheart. Mike is an empath. Yeah. And then they decide, like, it's clear that there's, like, a group of people that are there and, like, want to work and, like, make money. Mm-hmm. And then there are people that are, like, Gabby who are, like, not going to be, like, it's, no. like, kind of an us versus them. And then there's one girl that's also, like, too emotional for this May? world. May. Who's, May. like, you guys are mean. And then just slowly walks into the pool with all her clothes on and a drink <laughs> in her hand. And I was, like, May, May are you unstable. okay? May's the, not okay. So the next day when they have their first, like, trial day and they're all just, like, basically Panos, it's so disorganized. They have to show up also at 1 p.m. Yeah. Like, so that's the whole, not, like, an early call time. For anyone who hasn't seen this and is just tuning in, mm-hmm. like, I'm hoping that you watched it. But so the entire show is going to be, they are just doing day, like, their shifts are just from, like, 1 p.m. to, like, 7. Yeah. So they're just doing... so. Mind you, the entire show is going to be day drinking, which is the worst kind of drunk. Yeah. And I just got a headache from you saying the words day drinking. Like, it's, you know, that haze you get at around like 5 p.m., 6 p.m. from day drinking, and you're like, the only way I'm going to be able to go out is if I do do coke. Adderall. Yeah. Like, some sort of amphetamine needs to be introduced into the mix. Otherwise, I'm going to go fall asleep and wake up up 72 hours later. Yeah. Or wake up at like 10 30, wide awake, or like, and need to drink to go to sleep again. Yeah. So that's, but that period between deciding whether to do that or not is Lindsay's entire life. Yeah. She lives in that She's period. She's living there, smoking cigs, surrounded by like random gays. Yeah. So, so they get, they get, they're all wearing white linen. He makes Brent take his like coat Laser off, off. And he's just, he's just wearing like a, tank a tank and brent's like you know ah that coat's fucking great like panos goes take that off it take, is not mykonos it, it is, is not, not mykonos, mykonos. Take it, it is off. vegas not mykonos leave take vegas behind and yeah. he's like well now i'm questioning panos you know anyway so yeah. then he assigns brent to natasa he makes everyone he's basically like it's a free-for-all like just get everyone find as many people as you can to go to the cabanas yeah so they're literally going up to people on the beach who are just fucking blackout already and and they're saying Hey, it's like the people who stop you to talk about like animal rights yeah. and like Santa Monica. They're like outside of Urban Outfitters when you're trying to just like walk to CVS. And yeah. you're like, do you have a moment for women's rights? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a moment for gay rights? I'm like, no, I don't. I actually don't. I, don't. I have places to be. I, I have and to like, go to Whole Foods. I am almost out of my like antidepressants. Yeah. So those are taking precedent over this. I have to go to the pharmacy. Get yeah. out of my way. So, so they're basically going on this onto the beach and begging people to go in the cabanas. But their job description is like really unclear the entire time. It's, and it's Janita, just like it's just like Brent, you're now like a call boy, yeah, to this like random Dubai escort that I know. Do what she says. The rest of you like sell a fifteen hundred dollar cabana. Meanwhile, it's like so windy like it's so it's dark it it's looks like, like it looks like an off season because like the club is like not that full yeah and then Lindsay's like bad news for you oh to gabby gabby gets told she's gonna have to dye her hair pink oh, oh because the dj the D- they have this dj who's like i don't just this girl who has headphones on who just goes like in like a blue wig and she's wearing she's like the same hair color as gabby so Panos goes no you're going to have to change your hair because this is just what you have to do 
And, and Gabby's like, oh, whatever they need. Yeah, Gabby's now gone into like submissive mode, yeah. and she's like, literally anything you say, I'll do. Which I like, think is their technique with her because they're like strong personalities. will break them down to nothing, so yeah. they crave our approval, do what we say, and then we'll like sell them off to the highest bidder. Lindsay loves that. Yeah. So they, it's sort of like a, it's like the Stanford Prison Experiment, you know, <laughs> and and they're just like they see like which, and so Sarah, who's from. Pakistan, mm-hmm. who's actually has an interesting story. She does. Her mom basically left her dad to let her kids do it, like have like a life in America. Yeah, like oh, they were. Cool. The dad was like very conservative and like wasn't. The, Sarah wanted to like work in nightlife and like mm-hmm. live in America. So the mom, like over time, I think just like eventually was like, I have to do it with my kids. I really like Sarah's nose job. Sarah's a great nose job. It's a fantastic. Everyone looks like Naya Rivera, job. by yeah, the way. Yeah, everyone does. Even the men. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Sarah, so Sarah's like actually smart and like takes charge. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, I'm going to be the leader. She starts telling people what to do. She tells May where to go. And- well, you can tell also that Sarah has actually worked like Sarah and Brent like they have experience working in these types of situations so she's gonna be like like a boss bitch totally May has has had no experience yeah like May has like gone to nightclubs before and like drank vodka out of a bottle but has like never worked so she's like does not know what is going on and they all call her out for that when she, they're going around then they're like what panis in the beginning is like what experience do you have like you should have known that first of all by the way but sarah's like or may is like yeah i went i i was at the super bowl yeah like she just like she's went like, to Pepsi. stuff yeah and brent's like brent's like she hasn't worked a day in her life no so they on the trial day, Sarah's like, okay, you guys go over here. May, you need to go split to the beach. And then, and then May comes back and she's like, um, I, I don't know like how to, and then, and then Sarah goes, use your head, mm-hmm. use your head. And it's like, she's like, make sure that cabana is set up. And May's like, who do I ask? Who do I ask? It's like literally anyone, anyone that works here. Just be like, Hey, can you set up that cabana? But like, which I'm surprised they even have employees who are not on the show. So, like, these, but these ambassadors, like, they're not waiters or waitresses. They're not cocktail servers. They're literally just there to be, like, hot and, like, make the clients feel good. Which... Which is, like, yeah, I get that. unclear on if they can do either of those things. Yeah. Like, Brent has done it. Sarah, it remains to be seen, like, what the women, what kind of positions the women get into. Because, like, there's one part that made me uncomfortable where, like, Janita is dancing with like some sort of male patron like having to like grind with him she doesn't look she doesn't she's look not happy. like happy she or, was like, doing she's that great fun. trick of like the throw the shot the over shot your the shoulder. shoulder and then panos the next day when he when so what happens is brent you know everyone sees brent making out with natasa all the all the female ambassadors are like some of them are including janita especially they're like i'm uncomfortable by this like yeah there's a double standard here. I don't want to have to do this. Brent basically was like, she's like, he was basically like her boyfriend for the day. Yeah. And like she started, there's one, Lindsay like comes careening out of like a, a like cabana With, looking like fucking whatever happened to baby Jane. She's wearing <laughs> like Grecian, like fl- gold floral thing, like crown in her hair. She mm-hmm. has rainbow, like dark, like sewer, looking color sewer eye makeup that's like glistening like an oil slick and and like like jewels the jeweled and she comes barreling off a cabana and she's like kind of like what's going on yeah she's like a scarecrow and And 
she, May is crying. May is crying. Because Sarah and like some of the other girls were like, dude, Sassed her. please do something. Yeah. So she starts crying and she Lindsay has, like, a and Panos, with yeah. Panos and Lindsay. They it's like so take weird. her off. And then Lindsay tells her, she goes, You look like you need to figure something out in your life. Which is like the most terrifying thing that Lindsay Lohan could ever say to you. And if she says that to you, you need to like go directly to like a silent retreat and reflect on every decision you've ever made or call the hospital and have yourself committed. Yeah. So she, so she has like a, a, a powwow with Panos and Lindsay who are like weirdly like favoriting her. And like Lindsay's like, I know what it's like, you know, you, you just have to like work with these people and you have to, you have to like make a way, find a way to coexist with them and, and don't let them, don't let them boss you around. You know, and yeah. So Lindsay's just like projecting her own like <laughs> torrid work history and like being on set and like being told to like oh. show up on time. Yeah, there's a great. She's like, you know, this could affect everyone if you're upset. It, it feeds the energy. People can read it. And then she, and, and her testimony, she's like, it's like when I would show up on set for movies and 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 I would be in a bad mood and everyone could feel it. And I was like, yeah, no shit. That was literally every fucking movie you were ever on yeah she has really good interjections where she talks about the business and like after she meets with gabby when gabby's wearing like her bra and Lindsay's so offended she's like it's like if i go to meet steven spielberg and i'm wearing bra and wet hair and like and it's just like you fucking wish yeah let's <laughs> yeah. move on but like when she says the thing about showing up to set in a bat i was like that's when did you ever show up to set first of all yeah but also that was wasn't that like all of the is it every set i just immediately thought of that new york times article yeah. that was like here's about what it's like to make a movie with Lindsay lohan which, which is worth another read everyone who's watching the show should read that yeah but she she says to may she's like she what oh panos goes may she came from a life of struggle she's a survivor and that's what we need for our club so she's just like getting really traumatized people to like come to a foreign country probably a lot of their some of their like first time ever traveling abroad yeah breaking them down to nothing and forcing them to like like her she's basically starting nexium but like via lohan Lindsay Lohan's beach club and there are already falling for it and, and so Natasha, what, can I just say there's one other part when yeah. she's talking to May mm-hmm. and she says just do what you have to do get a backbone and she goes and come to me and I will fuck them up yeah. if you need me and May goes okay and then she goes she says something like about her being 45 Lindsay's like it's like I'm 45 it's like I'm 45 or something having to to deal with this and then and then and then she goes I'm not actually 45. <laughs> like, cause but she that, knows. the jury's out. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> she is aged at this point. But the fact that she has to be like, I'm actually not 45. Yeah. Cause, cause some of these people, like they wouldn't know. They wouldn't know. They probably, so I bet half of these people didn't even know who Lindsay was. May though had a moment where she's like, when I was a little girl, I wanted to be Lindsay Lohan and now I'm working for her. As though that's, like, an accomplishment, but it's, yeah. like, no. So, Lindsay, like, <clears throat> May goes back into the, into the, you know, you know, it's like, a, it's like a cartoon and the cats are fighting and it's like a cloud. Yeah. May walks into the cloud again. And then, then at one point... There's an amazing moment, though, where Natasha decides she wants to go swimming. So, she makes Brent, like, walk across the highway to whatever, like, swim store that's selling, like, off, like, knockoff Hermes, like, or, like, silly, like 
swim gear, yeah, like, like Euro a, trash, just like swim clothing. It's like a rest stop. And Lindsay somehow is there too, like overseeing this interaction and basically like coaching Brent. She's being like, there's one moment where she introduces herself to Natasha and she's like, hello, like gets in her face and she's like, assalamu alaikum and like shakes her hand. So I'm just like, whoa, that's wild. Then she's like watching Brent and Natasha to make sure like she's literally a madam at this point. And then Brent goes, are you sure this is cool? Lindsay goes, yes, it's it's all good. You're working. Yeah. You're doing what you have to do. It's all fine. Yeah, and she's like, I think she only thing she wants is you. <laughs> and like basically saying like, yes, you fuck her. Yeah. She asks, you fuck you, her. You fuck. Yeah. And then so then they go back. And so this is post May's like heart to heart with Lindsay, which is just so like not good. Like just the worst as a boss to like be having this conversation is just so bad. So then Lindsay is like bopping on a cabana with like all these like trolls in a new outfit, new outfit, same makeup, new outfit, same makeup, new outfit. And Gabby, uh, someone's like Gabby. Lindsay needs water bottles sent to her cabana, and Gabby's like, "Well, I can't physically do that, but I'll go tell her that people are bringing them." Mm -hmm. So, which is blows my mind. Yeah, she runs up to Lindsay, and Lindsay goes, "Yes." What do you want? And, and Gabby goes, I just want to let you know that I don't physically have the water bottles, but they were coming to. And Lindsay goes, okay, thank you. And then she goes, by the way, one, she goes, one of the girls, she's completely she has no idea it. who it is. One of the girls is sad. I just want to tell you. And she's like trying to get Gabby to like remember the name because she doesn't remember it. And Gabby goes, oh, who? Uh, and she goes, you know, one of them. And then she goes, May. And she goes, yes, May. She, or she doesn't even know who May is. She's just like, Yes, a girl. A girl. So she is sad. She is sad. And I just want to let everyone know that you should all tell her that she is support her and tell her that she's doing well. And Gabby's like, okay. But she's like, literally now I'm just making herself small. Like she's like curled up at Lindsay's feet. Yeah. Just like desperate for approval of yeah, some sort. Like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go do that immediately. Lindsay goes, thank you very much. Thank you. And she smiles at Gabby and Gabby goes, okay, so now I'm good. Yeah. And her husband, she's like, I feel like it's good now with Lindsay. So it's good. I feel like I got that out of the way. Yeah. And then later that night, perhaps the darkest thing that happens is that Gabby has to dye her own hair pink. Yeah. Which involves bleaching it to like... Mike and Sarah bleaching it. Yeah. And then putting the pink in it. And when she's bleached it, you can tell that her hair is just like fully fried within an inch of its life. Like will probably fall out at some point. And she's like, but I look cute. So (laughs) yeah. And it's just like, Oh, that's sad to like, you won't even pay for this woman to get her hair done. Like she just has to do it. Like find a way to do it. I don't know how you do it. Just do it. Yeah. Panos goes tomorrow. Tomorrow. It must be done. I don't care when, but you must do it by tomorrow morning. (laughs) And she's like, okay. She's like, okay. Yes. Yes. And then, yeah. So Panos is like, Panos is a, he's a terror. He's a terror. Lindsay's like, I'm going to be the one who, who brings nurturing to these people. This is, I can't believe this is Lindsay's accent now. I'm going to be the one that does this to give them. And then, and then Panos is like, I feel nothing. It's, it's crazy to me that Lindsay feels things because when I try to feel things, I don't. That's basically what he says. Yeah. He's like, I'm a sociopath. He's like, all I care about is money. The bottom line, money. Money. Money or nothing. And protecting Lindsay sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. <laughs> Having Lindsay's back. Various times. So, 
the next day or the night they get they're all wasted by the end of the day of course. and panos is furious except janita she didn't get drunk because she was doing the great trick of throwing the shot glass behind her but panos says that she's like drunk yeah well so panos narrative about janita is that she got wasted and was like doing nothing yeah janita was not hustling true. so they get back to the house after the first day brent is blackout yeah i've been drinking all day with natasha janita like it's kind of like hey that was like kind of weird like you were like basically being an escort today which is <laughs> not really what which is fine but it's like not really the job that i signed up for yeah and brent's like look at the math look at the fucking math he's like i fucking made the most money of anyone so like booyah booo-yah, mic drop yeah and you know he's go not he's wrong go to sleep he's but wrong. everyone is on such different pages about what this job is yeah and like brent Brent is the only one that's tapped in like the demon has been activated like he's on board so they now have like one solid sex worker who's like knows what needs to be done and then the rest of them are like really unclear on like what is happening gabby's just trying to survive gabby's just trying to get back in Lindsay's behind the house in like an alley dying her hair just so like she won't get like deported back to the united states yeah and and Brent tells Janita to go to sleep. Yeah. He's like, you're wasted. Yeah, I think he says you're wasted or something. Or like, he's like accusing her of like all the, and he's like, you didn't do shit today. Yeah. You didn't do shit. And then the next day when they're having like a post game and Panos is telling everyone how they did, he's, he singles Janita out and he's like, you didn't do anything yesterday. Yeah. You just sat there. And she's like, I was literally getting like people to post on Instagram. Dozens of people to like hashtag post like all this stuff. And he goes, you were drinking. And she goes, no, I, I really wasn't drunk at all yesterday. She's like, I was throwing them over my shoulder. He's like, Brent did the best. Yeah. And Brent's just sitting there like. <laughs> so now the bar has been set high. Yeah. And like anyone who argues will be shut down. Then like slowly groomed to like earn back trust and favor. It's a cult. It's a full blown cult. It's a fucking Lindsay Lohan's cult. beach cult. Panos is like her. Uh mashila mm-hmm. from wild wild country and yeah. she is the bogwan <laughs> <laughs> she is the bogwan like absolute power yeah but like, little power if that makes sense also Lindsay has like a filter on her face at all times yeah. on the show there's like it's blowing her out like so white it mm-hmm. looks like she has no nose she she looks like the aliens in close encounters of the third kind at the yeah. end when they, they like appear and they do like the hand sign language thing <laughs> yeah they're just like. like an orb she's like mm-hmm. an orb of light yeah wearing sequins she's like she literally looks like the alien from cocoon <laughs> she says oh we need to talk about also that her the whole reason that she bought like started a club on this particular beach is because she was hit by her ex-boyfriend on this beach panos was there like watching he like saw i love he's like i saw it happen but like didn't get involved what a great friend i don't know if you even knew her at that point he's like i saw her getting like assaulted on this beach and then she thought which let's remind everyone like there was a video of like three years ago it was like i didn't see the video but it was like oh i saw like the photos there's a video of Lindsay was engaged to this like russian oligarch yeah and he who gave her an emerald ring that she still wears yeah. is wearing in her like confessional on her engagement finger. he was younger mm-hmm. and it seemed like they had like actually like a nice relationship and then there was a video of her on the speech in mykonos and he's grabbing her arm twisting her arm behind her back and mm-hmm. slaps her 
slaps her and throws her phone. Yeah. And then he, like, runs away. And then there's another video of them, like, slamming things and fighting at, like, 6 in the morning. Like, yeah, very it's like a neighbor yeah. filmed them, like, fighting on their balcony in London or something. But legitimately, like, horrifying yeah. abuse happened to her in public. And, like, I can't imagine how that, like, embarrassing that was. And, like, shame. Like, shame. Like, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, just, like, awful. Yeah. And then she decided to open. She said. As, like, a. In one one day, she's like, I said to myself, one day I will start a club. I will own this beach. So that's the beach, which I feel like everyone deals with like trauma in different ways. Right. But like, I would not go back to a site of my personal trauma and say, I want to start a business and a brick and mortar business like on this location. Like, but, I feel like that's just like a bad omen. But that that is the most Lindsay Lohan thing you can do. Yeah. To like return endlessly to the site of pain and not only that but build a business and film there and document it for all time she's like i brought my mother here when it was just sticks and like her mom cried and like now she has lohan Lindsay lohan's beach house her accent goes in and out yeah because then when she starts crying she's just Lindsay lohan again which makes me feel like the accent is totally put on oh it's totally but she like in, in the interview she has it's like her normal she's like it was so great to have this mo- <laughs> the way you just said sticks is like perfect yeah she's a bunch of sticks she's like a sopranos cast member yeah anyways but the bottom line i love this show there's this one amazing part at the end where i don't know if it's because she has like acrylic nails on or like mm-hmm. she just has like oh, a, yeah. she she's like i'm the boss bitch and things have to go my way or the highway and then she tries to snap her fingers and she can't Mm-mm. and she literally goes oh my god i can't even snap my fingers so she, then she goes like she like makes a noise she because, makes a noise because she can't make the sound but i literally don't know if she has the ability to snap her fingers anymore wild if that was just because of nails or because i think it's just like she some people functions? probably don't i don't know something is deeply something has been fundamentally broken in her mm-hmm. that she may never get back no and seeing the show is more proof of that and i hope it's not like that's too mean of a thing to say. But no, like, I don't think so. But like, there was a moment in the after show with Jonathan Bennett shouting, and he's like, "Why Mykonos? Why Mykonos? Like, why did you go here?" And she's like, reveals that she and Oprah talked, and she was like trying to figure out what to do next, and brought up Mykonos, and Oprah said, "Don't you dare go to Mykonos! Like, don't you do it! Like, do not go there! Do not like start a business there!" Blah blah blah. And then she says, "Like, she's like, I did it anyways." Then she says that she often texts Oprah and Al Pacino all the time, and they either don't text her back or will text her like, "I'm working" or "I'm on set right now," and that she just like harasses specifically Oprah and Al pacino she like calls oprah like on talk shows yeah she's like i can call her right now yeah and oprah's like hi Lindsay." it's like oprah's like regretting the very day that she signed up to like help Lindsay lohan i mean that was that was such a slap in the face to oprah oprah gave her like five million dollars for to like start her life over and she basically loaned her five million dollars. Mm-hmm. Not even loaned her. She doesn't fucking need five million back. She just gave her five million dollars to be like, here an I'll, opportunity. Here's a platform, an opportunity, and a financial opportunity. What did Lindsay do? 
Speed the plow. <laughs> Speed the plow. And like brought like 19 year old Russian guys over and like one of them like stabbed himself in the ear. At like seven in the morning. Yeah. Which and, is like, like. Yeah. And then she drove away her life coach mm-hmm. and her sponsor or her sober companion. Yeah. Anyway, I just for someone who's. For. I mean, I think it's safe to say she's an addict. Yeah. This is I I don't think this kind of lifestyle is like appropriate for someone who's trying to get their yeah. substances. And it doesn't show her really drinking, I don't think. Like she's con- like there's one I think there's one like she has cocktails in front of her. She's like holding like a pink drink at one point, which I'm sure is probably like a virgin something. Yeah, but like TBD on what her like status is as far as using but like these clubs yeah these clubs like i just it's lindsay lohan's tax shelter lindsay lohan's shell corporation she doesn't i does she know what's going on do you think i don't know i think maybe she does because she's probably surrounded by like a bunch of like business people that are like guiding her she just like there was news that she just paid off like a hundred thousand dollar tax lien against her. She's probably making. So she's making money. Bank. Yeah. And like her sister is also about to go on tour, drop an album, and like go on tour. She teased a song on her Instagram, and it was actually good. I mean, I'm into Allie. Well, Living Lohan is another journey. Yeah. How do you feel about this show? Are you excited to see like where things go? I am. I think. The first episode was just chaos. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to get more drama from like the subtleties of Lindsay's like what we're we're gauging from Lindsay's journey. I think it's going to be more about like the I read a review that was like the la- the more Lindsay tries to not make it about her personal life and like her like the more she tries to hide from us, the more we get from her. Yeah. The more we understand about her. Mm-hmm. Like some reviews saying like that's more interesting than the actual like cast drama. Yeah. I mean, it proves to me that she's, regardless of her mental state or her, like, sobriety state or whatever, like, she's endlessly fascinating. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason why she's famous. No, totally. People are always going to be fascinated by her, I think. She's had that quality since the day she was born. She has a star quality to her that I don't think has somehow not been eroded completely by drugs, but, like... She is a lost person. Mm-hmm. And I feel I feel like such sympathy watching her. But I also think that she's like hilarious and dark. Yeah. So like it's it's a it's a hard position for me because I like I want to troll her, but I also feel like bad for her. But you know what? She's doing a show, so she's putting it out there, so it's yeah. it's ripe. She's a madam. <laughs> she also wears Vanderpumpian blouses. She is really trying to channel Lisa's vibe. She can't. She can't get close, but it's like, it's nice. And I guess, like, I'm into any sort of like service industry, like reality show drama. Mm-hmm. And especially when it has such like nefarious intentions as this show clearly does. So, a yeah. Ho- a homework assignment for listeners. Oh, I love a homework assignment. Okay. So I've, this is just a theory of mine, but I feel like the first example of this like service industry drama with like a mother figure at the center 
is this gay you know there's like gay movies that like like uh ned and steve Mm-mm. or not ned and steve adam and steve and like there's like oh yeah kind of like indie gay movies mm-hmm. there's this one movie called latter days and it's set in like a west hollywood restaurant and it's like jacqueline Bissett plays oh. the owner and she's like this british like mother figure and one of them's like this party boy gay guy who falls in love with a mormon missionary and it's all like centered around like they you know they the mormon missionary is like closeted and, mm-hmm. and they have a relationship but inner inner uh cut with him going to jacqueline for advice and it feels very lisa wow and I, it must be based on lisa I, I don't know that no it's from like 2000 this predates wow but i wonder i always was like are they talking because maybe she was around then she was definitely doing like club stuff i wonder if it was in like the uk i'm sure I don't know. I remember it. And then when I started watching, like when I got to know Vanderpump Rules and stuff, I was like, it reminds me because I've seen, I always used to watch the movie all the time on like YouTube. Yeah. Latter days. Latter days. Okay. There's a very Lisa moment at the end. Wow. And she's like very cheeky. And like, she's like, oh, you gorgeous boys. Great homework. Yeah. Well, well, I love that. I love Lindsay's Beach Club, Lohan Lindsay Lohan, Island, Mikonos. Lindsay Lohan's sex trafficking. <laughs> beach club beach house pray for these cast members pray for everyone on the show tune in every friday as far as we know every cast member has made it back maybe being on a show is their best bet for survival because there's proof of their yeah and uh, we're gonna find aristotle yeah so we're gonna have him on we're gonna have him on oh my god maybe we will i'll bet he'd do it i mean we could have the cast members on the show we could because it's they're accessible. Let's have Janita on. I'm ready. I, I the, love her. I, wanna, I love her. I want to hear the full thing. Yeah. All right. Well, there's a lot to look forward to this okay. season. Thanks TV for... on how many episodes there are of this wild there's show. There's like 70. Yeah. We're doing this I for like the next 10. 30 years. Okay. Love so, it. Love. So we'll Yay. see you next Friday. Bye. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.